what what's holding me back? Why am I stopping myself? Like there's a reason you haven't made money yet in your business. And I'm a firm believer of that. And you have to be able to step back and say, okay, where, where am I blocking myself? What's happening? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Into It. It's me. It's Bree. Um, people are always like, did you know your name rhymes? <laughs> Bree Marie. Um, yeah, it was intentional. <laughs> um, what am I doing? Okay, first of all, I am really rallying right now. I'm rallying myself. I'm rally- rallying my energy because your girl is tired and I don't do well when I'm tired. I'm not one of those people that can like muster up energy. Like when I'm tired, I'm tired. And right now I'm really, how many times can I say tired in 30 seconds? I'm really tired. You guys, (laughs) that's all I'm going to say. I have not been sleeping well. I don't know if it's like the summer, but I've been going to bed later, but still waking up at the same time. So I'm just like a little off the last couple of days and I had a really long week last week and I went to a party where there were 250 people and like everyone was like touching me. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but everyone was like hugging me or like, I don't know, whenever I'm around large groups of people, for me, that's very exhausting. So I really had to like hone it in. Yesterday was the first day that I had to myself since last Wednesday um, that I didn't have to like talk to anyone. I don't think I said a single word yesterday other than to my dog and it felt really good. I needed it, but I'm still like a little tired today. So I'm really rallying. (laughs) I'm going to say that now. Like I know that's like a drinking thing. Like people are like rally together to drink, but I'm just rallying to show up and be here right now. But nonetheless, I have a really great guest and you guys have probably heard her in a couple of podcast episodes. We did one last year and then she was also in a mashup episode that I did earlier this year. And so this is like technically her third time on the podcast. Her name's Shannon Garrison Negi and she's amazing. She is an expert at money and making money in your business, having money anything to do with money, she's your girl. And this episode is any, we didn't even plan any of this. Like I felt so comfortable with her that I was just like, just come on, like, let's just do a call and like, it'll be fine. And I think it turned out phenomenal. It's one of my, I mean, I love all of the podcast episodes that I put out, but this one, like you can tell it's like a genuine conversation. And I think those are like the best podcasts. So anyway, We talk all about money, value, service, everything, and I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I'm going to shut up now so you guys can go listen. I will see you on Friday for a new podcast. Be kind, be well, be grateful, love you, bye. So I, this is your second time on the podcast. And, I know. Well, third time because I actually had you on the mashup. The episode. mashup, right? Yeah. So that was really cool. I'll link those episodes um, down below. So if you guys want to go check them out, um, you can. 
So tell us, for people who might not have listened to those two episodes, tell us what it is that you do. Yeah, so I am a former corporate finance executive turned business strategist for network marketing moms is my niche right now. Uh, And I come from money, right? And now I want to help more people make more money in their network marketing business because in my opinion, we do things wrong and it's time to revolutionize the industry. So I'm super focused on helping more people make more money and attract more money into their life by doing it in a way that's authentic to them. And money is such a touchy subject for so many people. <laughs> I love money. I'm not going to lie. I, I've learned to really embrace it, even though I come from, I mean, I come from doing numbers my entire life. I mean, from accounting and all of that perspective. But it was funny, we still never talked about money. I mean, I have friends that I used to work with in corporate and it was still taboo. Like you didn't tell anybody else how much you made or any of that stuff in your life. Right. It's, it's a little bizarre. And now I've just learned to embrace it. I'm like, I think you have to, we have to stop hiding from it. And I think if you've listened to some of, if you've listened to our other podcasts, this one's going to be a little more woo woo than, (laughs) than your basic money tips that we gave last time, I think. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think like a good place to start with this. So I think you brought it up, which is like, we don't talk about how much money we make. I don't like to talk about how much money I make. I really, really don't. Like, it makes me so uncomfortable. Like, I know I see people, like, do those, like, income reports where they, like, break down, like, oh, I make this much in, like, podcasting, this much in courses, this much in, like, and they, like, have it. Like, literally their accountant will, like, send them whatever, like, their monthly totals are for, like, everything. That just, like, I'm like, oh, my God, I would never do that. I just think it, I don't know. Is that, like, what what are your thoughts on that? You know, that's an interesting thing because I, sometimes I appreciate that, but I think I'm coming from the perspective where, you know, my business didn't grow for a long time. I mean, I, I wasn't super clear on who I was serving. Part, I literally had all kinds of money blocks that I've been working on this year, and for my perspective, I like to see somebody's progression because I think it, I think it makes it more real. Listen, am I going to go around talking about, Oh, I made this much in this and I made this much in affiliate marketing. No, you'll probably never see me do something like that. But I think understanding that growing a business is not going zero to 50 K in the first month. Yeah. I think it's being able to show people the more real side of it. Right? Like in January of this year, legit, I only made $500. And I think it's people understanding, but then how quickly that can shift and that you can't go from like zero to 10, you know, $500 one month, if you are actually providing value, which leads us into kind of some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. If you're providing value and you keep showing up consistently, your income can grow rather quickly. So I, I think sometimes I appreciate it because I think it makes people realize that there actually is work to do. Like it doesn't just show up at your door. Like, right. You have to actually stand for something and provide value and show up consistently to make money. That's just how it works in this business, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think the value thing is like the most important, but I, I think for me, maybe it's more of like a mindset money block type of thing. I don't know. I mean, I grew up in that, ho- in the type of household where it was like, you don't talk about how much money, like, your yeah, we didn't. We didn't in my house either. And it wasn't like we were, I mean, listen, I didn't come from 
a rich house or a poor house, right? Like right. we were in the middle, like there, you know, we had stuff. I didn't have to worry about things. There was, you know, my, but my parents worked really hard. So right. part of what I had to work through this year is understanding that I come from a space and it was how I was running my business last year where I felt you had to work really hard to make money. Mm. And, and that's just a load of BS. Like that's not, you, honestly, that's not true. That's just a money mindset. That, that, that's literally a money mindset block. Like it does not have to be hard to make money. It does not. So, okay. (laughs) I believe in that too. Totally. And I'm still undoing that mindset of like, I have to work really, really hard. But when you say that people get so mad, I know. they're like, what do you mean? You don't have to work hard to make money. Yes, you do. But I think what people don't understand, and there's two different mindsets when this comes to that, when it comes to this, like people who work in a nine to five, a traditional job, you are trading your time for money, right? You're getting paid hourly, even if you're on a salary, like the way as like any recruiter, oh, will tell you, we yeah. still calculate by hour. Like this person's getting $56, $75 an hour, blah, 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 blah. So you're still getting paid in that traditional sense. Yeah. When you're on the online space, it's not about hours at all. Yeah. I don't bill hourly. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I do some business consulting in an hourly format, but I had to go through and figure out, okay, what makes the most sense? And I'm also, it's not like, okay, like here's your hour. Let's go. It's more like here, you get this much of my time to go help you be creative and do whatever you need to help you with your business. But yeah, most people in the online space don't operate like that because that's just weird. <laughs> right. So when someone says like, uh, has an objection to like, what do you mean you don't have to work hard to earn money? What is like, explain that mindset. Yeah. So the biggest thing for me around that was that, you know, coming from corporate and us always understanding that, you know, to go make a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars $200,000, like you're talking about working really hard for, you know, really long hours and for people that you may not be aligned with. So for me, as I started to step out of that, right. And I realized what I was doing and I started to align myself in doing the things that I like to do and that I know that I'm good at. Mm -hmm. honestly, the money came, money started to flow way more easily. And I think it's removing that you have to do all of the things and do the things. Let me um, like try to make this so it makes sense. Right. Yeah. I'm (laughs) following you. uh, Like understand. I think the, the working hard thing, people think it's like, you have to work really hard for money, but I, I decided to rephrase. I'm like, I work because I love what I do. And I'm focusing on doing the things that I love. So it doesn't feel like work. Does that mean that I'm not sitting in my office for long hours, that I'm not working at night after my kids go to bed? Heck no. To some people, that's working hard. To me, it's not because I actually really love what I do. And I, without a doubt, know that I'm in the right space and things are starting to come together. So I'm not working hard anymore. I'm actually working because I love it. And I derive pleasure out of it, right? And I'm outsourcing the things that I don't like to do and that I think are hard. Things that are hard for me, and I think that's where the hard work comes from, right? People do everything, including the stuff they don't like, and that's what, where working that, hard comes Yeah. If you start to remove, figure out what you don't like to do in your business, to be honest. And I have my clients go through this exercise. What are all the things you're doing in a day for your business? First of all, take out the stuff that's not income producing, especially while we're trying to grow, right? While you're trying to grow, you should be super focused on the most important thing in your business every single day. And that should be producing some kind of income or right. working towards producing income. 
all those other things honestly can wait or they can be outsourced at some point. And granted, I get it. Everyone's, oh, I can't afford to outsource yet. Well, you will you be can. able to one day. You can. If you- <laughs> but, I mean, you can, but you can also, it's also like that thing. It goes on your list of things you want, right? Like I knew forever I was going to hire a VA. And as soon as I could, even though it was a stretch at the time, I was like, I have to do this or I can't grow, right? Yeah. Or I'm going to be back in that I'm working really hard bucket because now I'm doing all the crap that I can't stand. And it's taking me a long time to do that stuff. I'm a notorious, like I now know myself, the stuff that I procrastinate on the things that I don't like to do. And so it feels like I'm working extra long and extra hard when I have that stuff in the mix. So for me, I've had to remove that and it's totally helped my mindset around the whole concept of working hard. And, yeah. now, and, it's, and now I show up, like I'm, I show up because I enjoy what I do. I don't work hard anymore. I, I work for pleasure. Does that, does that sound crazy or weird? <laughs> no, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like, um, even like I had someone ask like, oh, do you ever take like a day off? And I was like, I do. Like, I try not to work on the weekends. Um, yeah, me too. I try really hard. And there's some times where I do have to work on the weekends because it's just, I have stuff going on. Like there's this needs to get done. Yeah. And it, it, again, it doesn't feel hard because right, it's something it's that also- I enjoy to do. It's also self-discipline, right? Like we run our own businesses now. So it's not like we are also not so like, listen, one day I'll be able to take the entire weekend off because I got a team of people floating around taking care of everything. Right. Right. But for now, while you're trying to grow and while you're in this stage of growth, I mean, you got to do whatever it takes. If you want it to succeed, you have to do whatever you need to do to make sure things get done. And that's kind of where I'm at as well. It's, you know, listen, I have a lot of moms, right. That are still working uh, on my client roster. So I show up on Saturday and Sunday mornings to help them because that's the only time they get and doing calls at nine o'clock at night when you have children is just, you know, not really beneficial to anyone at that point. Right. Yeah. Well, I always think too, like about the VA situation and like, like you were saying, like having the team of people, like whenever I'm doing something that like I haven't outsourced yet, or I'm like iffy about outsourcing, which like, that's the hardest thing. My thing is a whole control thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, for me, it's like, I have to remind myself, like, this isn't permanent. Like I'm not going to have yes. to do this forever. Like I will exactly. be able to outsource this. So that kind of, when I do do hard things in my business, I'm like, it's okay. Like I know that like at a certain point, I'm not going to be doing this and someone exactly doing this will be doing it. So hundred percent. I do that all the time. I'm like, this is not forever if I'm doing, and then I also, it's like when I realize I'm doing something that I may want to outsource when I get, as the money starts to flow. Right. I also like make a list, make a list Mm -hmm. of the stuff that you look at that you think, okay, I'm doing it. It's, it's a little bit difficult right now, but you know what? It's okay. It's not forever. I I'm a hundred percent. That's exactly how I am. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, t- you have to do that. And I mean, I think and like if you are making a hundred dollars a month in your business, spend 25 of that outsourcing a product or outsourcing something yes. like it's, there. I mean, I know it's the old cliche, right? Like I don't really like to use the spend money to make money, but if you want to scale, if you want to, as you, listen, you're spending time, probably you've probably hired a coach. You're probably, you know, people are like running businesses and they're like, I want this to grow, right? They want it to become more. They want to make more money. You have to start putting in place the things that are going to help you do that. And that's where I think a lot of people are like, nope, I just keep going by myself. And I'm like, you can't scale by yourself. You can't. No. And that's the thing too, is like, you have to realize that as the person who owns the business, 
your skill set, your scope is being the visionary, is being the leader. It's not putting emails into MailChimp. It's not doing some of the the smaller tasks that you have to do on a day-to-day basis. It's you need to hold the larger vision. And I think this is where we can switch to talking about value is like you need to hold that larger vision of the service and the value that you're providing the the world. Yes, I 150% agree. And that's a huge part kind of as I've started to grow rather quickly in the last couple months has really been how do I show up as my best self, right? What's the value that I bring to the table? And that value is worth money. Let's be clear. Like I have finally gotten past the fact that I, that I shouldn't be making money in doing this thing that's not my corporate job, right? Because I struggled with that money mindset piece where I had a real problem when I first stepped into this space. Like, why should somebody pay me? Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to remove that block. I had to say, this, this is ridiculous. Like I have 20 years experience growing businesses. <laughs> like why should somebody not pay me to help them run their business? Right. Or to grow right. their business. And so that's a huge piece. I think a lot of us who have come from the corporate background or, who, or you know, struggle with that because we literally block ourselves. Like your ego takes over and tries to tell you that you're not worth making money and it's ludicrous. And so as I've removed those blocks and worked on that and don't get me wrong, it's a, you know, I feel like it's like an everyday thing. You just have to constantly work on yourself showing up to say, I add all of this value and what, what other value can I bring? Right. Because the more value you bring, the more money is going to come to you. Do you feel like, do you feel like, uh, just going like thinking of like corporate and stuff, but do you feel like women struggle more with this than men do? Yes. When we step out of corporate, Mm. almost every single client of mine or woman I've talked to in this space that's coming out of corporate has gone through some form of this. Like all of a sudden we're doing something different and it's not, and it's, it seems like we're starting over, even though we are starting at kind of the beginning of, you know, as you start your online business, right. Or you go into, you start a different business than you were doing before you're, you're immediately, your, your ego wants to take you back to the beginning and that you're new at this and why should you get paid? Right. Because you had to work your way up the other ladder as well. So that was something that I didn't even realize I was doing to myself. It's one of those. And as I've worked through a lot of my money blocks this year and and really refocused my money mindset, that has been, you know, money mindset gets thrown around a lot, but it's actually, I had way more blocks than I ever realized. And I'm an accountant, right? Who knew? I mean, you don't even realize stuff you learned when you were five years old could be affecting you now. It's, it's really fascinating to me. So as I've worked through that stuff, it's one of the things I now start to see things crop up with my clients. So I know we all have some form of it floating around and it's a matter of being aware. What, what's holding me back? Why am I stopping myself? Like there's a reason you haven't made money yet in your business. And I'm a firm believer of that. And you have to be able to step back and say, okay, where, where am I blocking myself? What's happening? You know, I've, I've, I've seen this in a couple of people, um, where, they are like struggling to even get one client or like get a client or like, and, and I'm, they're like, I just, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I think sometimes, and this, I don't think has, I mean, maybe it's money mindset, but I think it's also like, I don't want to say work ethic. That's not it. But it's like, I'm like, just focus on getting one client. Like stop 
all the other bullshit. Stop posting on Facebook. Stop Instagram. Like, stop everything. And your only job for the week is to get a client. And I mean, do that by any means necessary. Get in Facebook Messenger. Like, start. I think it's just like literally start talking to people. (laughs) That's a big one, right? Like, I spent a ton of time hiding on Facebook, right? And not actually having real conversations with people. So it's a mixture, right? It's, it's a little bit of that. You, there's probably some money mindset issues floating around, but then it also goes back to value. Mm. What's, what do you bring to the table? What do you want to be known for? And that's really the foundation for my program right now is, is all about determining like, who are you and what do you stand for? And then who's this woman or man, who's the person that you serve? And it's all about understanding that you just have to show up as your true self, right? Don't, don't try to be somebody you're not stand. What are you really good at? And what are you going to help somebody with? And go talk about it over and over and over again. People are like, you want me to talk about the same thing over and over? And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Because you don't know when the person who needs you is going to see your post. Yeah. If you're not showing up and having conversations with people and are super secure and confident in the service that you provide, people are going to know and nobody's going to hire you. Honestly, like, I don't know. I, I, I tend to be more blunt these days as I, as I'm like growing into this space because I'm like, I don't want to mess around either. Like I want my clients to get results immediately. I, I want people to go get results. Anybody that I help, regardless if you're paying me or not, I want you to be able to stand up and go, okay, that totally makes sense. What am I good at? Let me go talk to people and see if they need my services. Right. It, it's, so how about, can someone show, like when you talk about the value that, that a person can provide, I think value and worth can get twisted here because people think like, oh, like my self-worth is connected to the value of the service that I can provide. And I yeah. think it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. First of all, if you don't have self-worth, it's going to be really hard for you to attract anybody that will think anything of you, to be honest, because you're not showing up as your, as this confident version of yourself. Right. So self-worth and confidence to me go very much together, but yeah, the value you add is the, is what's the problem you solve for someone and how's it going to make their life better. Right. Like that's the value to me. Like mine is my value right now really revolves around confidence, um, helping people gain clarity on their ideal client and, and then their social media visibility, right? Because that's all value driven that they can learn how to do and show up and then attract the right people. Cause then money's going to follow. Like there's no way money doesn't follow. And this is like the woo woo aspect of it, right? There's no way money doesn't follow you when you're in that space, when you're in that confident, you know, you are super self-confident and you know what value you bring to the table for your client or the people that you serve, whether it's a product or a service the money can't help itself than to come to you. Right. Well, also because your energy is so clear. And and that's the more confident you are, the more your vibe goes up, the more your energy, just people just want to be around you. And people always look at me crazy when I talk about that, but I'm not kidding. Like that's how it works. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like science. Like we're all energetic beings. Like we're all made up of energy. And like when you have 
bad energy? What do you think you attract when you have good energy? What do you think you attract? And granted, when you have good energy, like you're still going to get some bad shit. Like that's just be real. Yeah. It's listen, it's not all rainbows and unicorns all the time, but I tell you what, protecting your energy. And I'm very aware of that now, especially for me, like I have to protect my energy because I have a lot of clients to serve now and I want to show up as my best self when I'm helping anyone or I'm at a networking event or we're on this podcast. Right. I mean, right. I was in a bad mood and grumpy. I mean, this would not be fun right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I would be like, um, let's reschedule. Let's reschedule. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never had to do that with someone before. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. Um, so what are some ways that people can actually showcase like tangible things that they can say or that they can do to show people the value of whatever it is that they're selling or their service? Yeah, that's a great, so for me, it really, um, understand that it all starts with who's your ideal client, right? For me, like who's your dream client? Who's this person that you serve and understanding how they feel. And it's literally sitting and making a list of how did you feel when you were going through the problem that you solve and understanding what that problem is. So there's a couple steps, right? First, digging into, okay, I love this. I'm really good at this. I went through a process and I transformed my life because most of us here have all gone through some kind of transformation and it's understanding what that is. And then also then looking at, okay, so that version of me felt pain, felt, you know, not confident, whatever your pieces are. And you show up to start talking about it online, to be honest, and talking to other people. Those are really like my tangible steps. Sit down figure out who it is you're going to talk to and the person that you're, that how you're going to solve their problem and go talk to them. Like go start putting that message out, tell your story, be authentic. Um, and it takes time. Yes. Is it going to happen tomorrow? I mean, listen, it might happen tomorrow for anyone selling a product. You may have people that have been watching you already, right? They just may not be super sure on what it is that you offer or that you're even in business. So I always also tell my clients, Make sure you're showing up to, sh- to tell people that you're in business, that you have something to offer that's valuable to them, right? It solves their problem. And, and that's really, I mean, that's definitely, I guess, not like, here's your worksheet, go to work. It's more like, take these action steps and start showing up more. Start talking, start telling people, go to networking events. You know, you got to put yourself out there. That's definitely one of the things that can make it hard for people. And but the people will come. I mean, I'm a firm, I'm a firm believer and you start showing up to solve problems for people and they will come to you. They can't not They'll be attracted. They're just attracted to your energy. I mean, okay. So I think that's a really good point, especially about um, showing up and putting yourself out there. I know for myself that can be, okay. It's like, there's levels to it. <laughs> Like, I feel like for me, like I'm, I'm at this next level where I need to start showing up in different ways. Like I already show up a lot. Like, obviously like I do, I mean, anyone can tell it. Like I put out a lot of content every week, but I'm at a point where I'm like, how can I show up more? Like, what else can I do? So I feel like just people, when you say, you know, put yourself out there, it doesn't mean like if you're shy and introverted, it doesn't mean that you have to like jump on Facebook lives every day and- you know, go to networking events. Like if that's something that makes you feel uncomfortable, like go to one networking event this year, like make it a goal that like you're going to do one Facebook live a month or like 
one podcast interview a month or go to one networking event a year. Like some, like it doesn't need to be like you wake up tomorrow and like you're going to do a Facebook live and then you're going to go to a local networking event and then you're going to get on a podcast interview all in one day. Like that. Yeah, I mean, so that but me. <laughs> I'm the only crazy person that schedules all of that in one day. <laughs> right. But like, that's also because you've been doing this and like, you know what your yeah. comfort level is. But, and that's the thing. I used to hide on Facebook. Literally. I would like do anything besides do a Facebook live or actually like have conversations with people. And I realized I was hiding. I, I, I put it together and I'm like, I am totally hiding. I am not standing in my power. I'm not showing up as my authentic self. And I'm not, I didn't feel worthy that, you know, that I had a lot of value and that, and that's a block too. Listen, I think a lot of us have gone through that when we step into this space you see everybody else and you're going oh my god look what everyone else is doing like what do I actually have to offer um and it's a little bit of honestly you got to put your blinders on and know that your service you're here for a reason there's a reason that drove you to get into business online hopefully it's not just the money for the record because if it's just for the money well I'm so I'm just gonna say it like you're probably not gonna last very long <laughs> so and that's like I feel like I actually went to a psychic um, on Friday. So crazy. I recommend like you, I, she does phone sessions. Like you have to go see her. She's amazing. amazing. Um, but she said this really interesting thing to me and she goes, I see a lot of people around you who have a lot of money, but they're not happy. And she goes, your purpose because I kind of told her a little bit about what I did, like just a little, I didn't like, you know, but like, okay. And like the Pinterest, and like I didn't go into all of it, but she was like, she was like, your purpose is to make people understand the purpose behind what they're doing. Oh my God. And, I love it. And I was like, yes. Like the way she verbalized it wasn't how I would have verbalized it, but it was like a spot. It was dead on. It was so spot on. That's amazing. Because I mean, it is, it's not about the money. Like I think no, it's um, not about the money. those companies that post like you can make $2,500 or so-and-so made $500 in commission and $2,000 in commission. Guess what? Those people are not going to be in business in two years because there's nothing underneath. Like you can have a goal. I'm all about setting goals, but if there's no why piece connected to your goal, like why you want something, And this even translates to money, right? Like if you are like, I want to make $10,000 a month because I want to be able to pay for like my kids, this and this and this, like that, why that's your why, right? It's not just to make $10,000 a month. So you can go like, I don't know, fuck off with your friends, like on in the Bahamas or whatever. Like there's a why attached to that. Yeah. And there has to be, and that's one of the huge pieces. I think why I'm so focused now on helping more people be successful in network marketing is because more people can. They, we have to let people show up in their way and it can't just be about money. Like if you joined a business just because you're like, Oh, I can make money. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was kind of how I started, but you have to quickly figure out what's going to sustain you mm-hmm. when things don't go the way you thought that they should go. That's sustainability. Right? That's a key word. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's sustainability, right? Because yes, I ran out of the gate when I first started, when I first got started like three years ago and I was still working my corporate job. So it was a little less scary, right? (laughs) Like I had regular income and I ran out of the gate. I made a bunch of money and then, and then I fell flat and it was like, okay, well, what am I, like I was missing something and I was missing kind of the purpose. Like, what's the point of this, right? Why am I doing this? Uh, Instead of just making sales, I had to shift into 
I, this needs to be about what's the, what do I solve? And that's not something we teach very often, in my opinion. We are not teaching people to show up to add value and solve problems. We are teaching people to go talk to everybody they know to sell something. And I'm like, we need that's And that's exactly why I'm at where I'm at now. I'm like, I, we're going to change that. Like, we have to teach people they have value and they can help somebody. Not yeah. just about making numbers every month. Exactly. I think the number thing, it's great to have goals and it's great to like want to make money. I'm not demonizing money in any way um, because we all need it. It's a natural resource. You need money. The more money you make, the bigger impact you can have. Money is is very important. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it's really important. I mean, I think for me, money equates freedom, like the freedom to be able to do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. Um, So that's like, my why and also obviously like doing things for my being able to do things for my mom or my dad or like my family like those I think are are some of my my bigger whys um but yeah I think it's all about making sure that your value is really what the service you provide and the value that you give is super as a super important message to make sure that you're clear and I think the more I've even had people tell me this when they come on the podcast they're like it's so great to come on a podcast and like have to re-explain what it is that you do and the results that you get people like it's kind of a reminder so I think the more and more that you show up and you say those things like over and over and over again the more like it literally like resonates and sinks into your brain that that's like what you do. 150%. I mean, I think how I introduced myself on our podcast before, it's like totally different. I'm in a different space than I was then. And that's how fast things can shift too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can shift your entire business in a couple months time by getting ultra clear on what is it that I'm really passionate about doing. And that's what I've done, right? I was showing up and I was still loving what I did, but I wasn't, now I'm really passionate even more so than I was before. Like, I know I'm in the right place. Things are coming together. And I kid you not, guys, money is coming. Like, I've released how the money's going to come. I'm just showing up to be myself and to help people, and the money's coming. So there's something to be said for that. Exactly. And I think, too, the oh, what you said about things shifting so quickly is – so true like people there's that like quote that I've seen people post it's like you can be like six months from now like you can be in a completely different space like mentally financially physically spiritually like in relation everything can shift in six months like if not even shorter than that like do not doubt that at all like I know for myself like that is so true. I'm sure Shannon can also say absolutely. (laughs) The difference between like six months ago and now is crazy, literally. Mm -hmm. And that's good. Like, I think when people are like, oh, well, I'm not doing the same thing that I was doing six months ago. I'm like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, that's good. It's also, it's like a little bit too, uh, listen, you're going to shift. Like things are going to change. If something's not working, change it by all means. Like, Mm -hmm. and that was kind of me. I was in a spot where I was like, okay, I'm doing this. And I know I'm doing this. I still wasn't quite like, I still hadn't quite put all the pieces together and it took a few more months into this year. And, and that, and now it's all, it's literally like, I think I shifted one piece uh, of how I started, how I was showing up and things literally have come together like crazy. So yes, things can shift very quickly. You just have to remember that. 
Yeah. Whenever I start to feel stuck, I'm like always reminding myself, I'm like, think about how much has changed in six months, in three months, in two yeah. months. Like think how about much- where you're exactly think about where you were. And that's the thing I'm always, you know, making sure my clients think that you gotta give yourself grace. First of all, the fact that you're taking a chance on yourself and investing in yourself. And then also that you're willing to look at the things that need to be shifted and then think about where you were a year ago. It's, you're in a totally different place. So yeah, I think when you can't, I think I been I did a whole podcast episode on the, on it. I think it'll already be out when this comes out, but about measuring, um, ironically, we're talking about money, but like, okay. but measuring growth in your business in yeah. that aren't tangible or like, aren't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not like, um, a unit of measurement. Right? Yeah. There's not like a, it's, it's, yeah, it's a way more intangible, like how you're feeling your energy, like all the things, the way you show up online, honestly, like as you start to shift some of that stuff and you show, maybe you're going, maybe you start going to more networking events. Like I've been doing, I mean, it just, yeah, it's amazing how much, how things can change the things that aren't tangible and people will notice. I promise you, even my husband looks at me most of the time and he's like, this is just like, it's different than it's it was. the best version of yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm way better. So not that I wasn't like this, not that I was like this bad version of myself. I'm just, right. I am way more unapologetic, to be honest. I'm showing up authentic as me. Like I don't sugarcoat the truth anymore. I'm, you know, You're all trimmed the fat. That's what yeah, I mean. trimmed the fat. There's no more beating around the bush for anything anymore. And I always think about that too. Like I always look at people like, um, Marie Forleo. She's my favorite. I always mention her, but I'm like, if I'm ever like hung up on a situation, I'm like, do you think Marie Forleo's like sitting on her phone or like upset about this? Like, I'm like, no, she's not. No way. Like why? So why, why should I be? Yeah. And it's that, it's that old saying, what is it? It's like, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes on it. Like literally that's true. Like, yeah. listen, shit's going to happen. Shit's going to happen out of your control. You cannot control everything. And I think that's the thing. And the more you release how things are going to come to you and you just go forward and, and be yourself like it the more it comes and the more let go of the how yeah you have to let go of the how I know that it's like people are like oh let go of the how I'm like no you really have to just start showing up as yourself and go out there and do the work right you have to go take action and do all the things but stop worrying about controlling the situation stop worrying about controlling you can't control when and if people are gonna buy from you you can't you just have to show up to add your value to attract those people. So right. I think, yeah, I, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. the wrong question to ask is how, but the right question to ask is why. Yeah. And I think that why is associated, why can't I say the word? Your why is associated <laughs> with your value and um, the service that you're providing or the product. Yeah. Exactly. So tell everyone where they can find you on the internet. Yeah. So you can find me at my website is shannongarrisonneggie.com. Links to there to all my social media, but Facebook is also Shannon Garrison Neggy. And my Instagram is Shannon underscore Neggy because I've had it forever and didn't want to change it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I really should get rid of that underscore, but now I'm like, oh, does that like completely like derail everything? Whatever. Probably not, but it's all right. Well, thank you so much for jumping on another podcast episode. This was so much fun. This was so much fun. I loved it. We just jammed out with not like even a real, you know. Yeah. (laughs) 
like, but we're I just going to talk about this. The few people that I can do that with, like some people I need to like be like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Like a whole outline, like kind of thing. And sometimes there's just some people that I'm like, I'm told, I totally trust that like whatever okay. needs to come through is going to come through. I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous. I'm like, what, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> But I love this. I think what we just talked about is actually hugely valuable. One and I, you know, hopefully you guys thing. get a lot out of this. Love this episode. I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at Living Breely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.